So the big question is this. How do most agents who don't have access to the secrets that the top agents hoard to themselves grow and prosper in today's real estate environment? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Pat Hyben, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. All right, Rockstar Nation, I have a special show for you today. It is the Wednesday news show. I got a new show that I put together just for you based on very, very timely news for today. Yes, today. So we're going to try out this format. If you guys like it, we will continue it because there's so much happening with real estate news, real estate brokerages, things changing in the industry that I thought a short news program every single Wednesday would serve the Rockstar Nation the best. Of course, Monday and Fridays will be our regular shows, and I'm calling this State of the Market. Hope you enjoy it, and let us know what you think. Send us an email to info at rebusuniversity.com, or simply go on to Facebook and go to Next Level Agents. If you're not a member, please join, or... Just go to Real Estate Rockstars with Pat Hyben. There's another one out there now. So go to Real Estate Rockstars with Pat Hyben and join that too. Give us a comment. Any feedback is greatly appreciated. Enjoy the show. Welcome, Rockstar Nation. Thanks for tuning into the State of the Market podcast with your host, Pat Hyben and Kevin Kaufman. Pat Ivan, how you doing, buddy? What's up, Kevin? Welcome hey. to the State of the Market. Yeah, so happy to be back this week talking about the real estate world and all that's going on with you and on the State of the Market episode. Yeah, yeah, good time. So what's, uh, what's good in the news, brother? Dude, I'll tell you something that caught my eye right away. At first, to be honest, like I saw this in a Facebook group first, and that was uh, Brad Inman had posted something to the effect of hey there's uh when i go to zillow i feel like i'm seeing zillow listings first before i see the other listings in the marketplace what's what's going on with that so that caught my eye for sure and then sure enough of course i went out wrote an article about that and uh so that's that's fairly interesting what, what, what's your take on that pat well it's fascinating so the way i see it and i've been thinking about this a lot is I believe one day Zillow will be a real estate company. I mean, I, I, I think that, you know, they've said before that they don't plan on it, but everything changes and plans change and investors change and owners change. And it's this smells like a real estate company, right? So, so the basics of this, so, so you can understand it, is, you know, if Zillow buys a house like uh i'll buy your house for cash right uh, and someone raises their hand and says yeah buy my house for cash pay me a hundred grand and then they buy it they settle on it then zillow fixes it up and puts it back on the market for 130 making a profit on it those listings show up on the first and second page when you go to zillow and type in an area or zip code the ones on the third, fourth, fifth page 
are the Remax, the Keller Williams, the Prudential, everybody else, right? Any MLS. So they're prominently displaying theirs, which is fine. They, it's their prerogative, right? They're allowed to do this. Now, the big challenge comes when they begin to list houses of their own, not that they own like these, not their flips, but when they have Zillow Real Estate and Kevin Kaufman is an agent at Zillow Real Estate and then pages one, two, three, and four are all Zillow Real Estate, then the consumer says, man, I want to list my house with Zillow Real Estate because they're winning the war on SEO. And the, and the fact of the matter is, I don't, you know, it's so difficult for uh, agents and it's so difficult for many companies, you know, especially, you know, 55% of all companies are, are independent companies. So not, you know, big conglomerates. So it's so hard for them to compete against Zillow in the SEO game. And so it's just a, a big unfair advantage. I, I see that as a future. I actually started buying Zillow personally uh, in my stock portfolio because I just see that as uh, it's going to be a tough climb. It's going to be a hard war to win. I could be completely wrong, but, but anyways, that's what it says to me. I, that's my opinion. I mean, what do you think? You know, I think you're dead on Pat. You nailed it. And obviously, so the company has come, they've confirmed it, uh, that they are running tests on Zillow.com uh, and also on the mobile apps for the homes that they've listed uh, themselves or the homes that the homes that they now own. So to me, yeah, it's kind of a no duh. Saw this one coming a mile away. Why wouldn't they? They're the number one brand in real estate. They're the number one uh, website uh, with tra traffic wise in real estate. And if they're going to be in the business of buying and selling homes, I guess to me, it's sort of a obvious. Yeah, I get it. Of course they're going to. And again, coming back to it, just putting my, my real estate agent hat on. It's just part of what I got to compete with these days. Like I've got to live with these uh, guys. I've got to find a way to still find my, I guess, piece of the pie, for lack of a better word, inside the market as a real estate agent, knowing that I'm now competing against Zillow for Mindshare and for advertising space, et cetera. Instead of just buying advertising from them, I've now got to compete with them. And I, I get it. It's, it's part of, to me, I, I like it. It keeps me on my toes. It forces me to constantly... Be aware, be ready to make changes, and to constantly challenge what I think I know. And at the same time, you know, to your point, most of the companies are smaller companies and don't have the ability from a brokerage level to help their agents navigate this. And I think if we're being real honest, this is gonna it's it's gonna eventually hurt the smaller agent. Absolutely, and I think that you know the world, Kevin, has gone from. Uh, is going from, and I believe going towards, instead of having, oh, I see Sally Smith signs in my area, and then I drive past the corner, and there's a Sally Smith real estate company, you know, that I can walk in and stuff. Uh, with the internet, uh, there's really no border, so it's going to be like, well, every time I log on to the website, I see Zillow, right, or I see this company or that company, and I sort of see a consolidation of companies in that you'll have some companies that just get larger and larger and larger, just like anything else in most places. You know what I mean? You only have so many car makers. You only have so many cigarette brands. You only have so many cereal brands. You know what I mean? And in real estate, if you think about it, there's, there's 
so many different real estate companies, right? Yeah. Uh, it's just crazy, right? So, so I see the internet kind of just breaking, uh, scratching the record a little bit. And I think uh, Zillow's primed to do it. And I think there's others out there that are primed to do it. And it's all about the web presence, 100% about the web presence and the power to, to do it. And, and the, here's the thing, like a lot of people think that, that these big companies won't be afraid to just punch you in the face and steal your backpack. <laughs> but, you know, six months of, of loss and, 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 you know, six months of a stop plummeting and you got all these shareholders and people complaining and, you know, the CEO gets fired, new people step in and they do what they need to do, survive and, and raise the stock price. That's the bottom line. And if that means getting in the real estate business and screwing over the people that have been paying them all these years, uh, I think that that's just, just a matter of time. You know, Pat, my, my perspective on this too is that this is a challenge to us as realtors. And, you know, especially I think those who are already uh, comfortable with social media already use it as part of their strategy have an advantage to be able to compete, if you will, because let's face it, I, I'm never going to build a website, at least about real estate, that competes with Zillow, most likely. I mean, they are the, they're the monster in the industry, and the, the chances of me going out and starting a, you know, a real estate blog about Phoenix that can compete with Zillow are, are slim to none. And so, but what I can do is I can make sure to a small number of people whether that's you know my sphere, my past clients, a couple hundred, maybe a thousand, maybe two thousand people that I do appear to be anywhere and everywhere and always on their mind about real estate. But that requires uh, focus from me. It requires my going out and using and leveraging things like social media that cost little to no money, but can help me appear to be as big, if you will, in the minds of certain people, just as big as Zillow is to the public. Yeah, no, I agree. Well, it'll be interesting to watch. You know what I mean? It just seems like they're just inching in more and more and more every every couple of months. And nah, it is it is what it is. It's their prerogative. And, uh, you know, um, we should have never gave up the MLS, you know, 15, 20 years ago. It's our own fault. So what are you going to do? Let's uh, what else we got good in the news? So, you know, this one came up. You and I were talking about it. You've got daughters. I've got daughters. Um I've got agents that I, that I work with, and there's a new safety device, a mobile safety device for realtors, and you know, especially timely. There was another another realtor tragically killed yesterday, and I don't know the details of it. I, I don't know that they were necessarily in the field, but it just popped up. Karen and I talked about this a few weeks ago. Gosh, man, there's there's we keep hearing so much more about realtors being injured and attacked and unfortunately killed in a lot of cases. And there's this new device by a company called Katana that attaches to the smartphone that will audibly alert uh, bystanders uh, as well as uh, local authorities, etc. Share your location with them and let them know something's wrong, something wrong is going on. And it's, it's small. It, it literally attaches to the back of a phone. So, I mean, I think that's a pretty cool thing. Absolutely. It's like OnStar that people put in OnStar, which actually solves tons of crimes and carjackings. And anytime a car is stolen, if you got OnStar, it's like funny, you know, getting it back. But um, 
but it's for people walking down the street and everybody has their cell phone with them now. And I remember, you know, on Real Estate Rockstars, episode 572, I had Carl uh, Carter, uh, whose mom was Beverly Carter. She's the most famous and yeah. one of the first who, who was murdered uh, showing a house. You know, she was out showing a house to a couple and she had confirmed their, you know, names, emails, everything. It was a vacant house. She made sure it was during the day. You know, she took all the right precautions, but unfortunately it was empty. And they killed her. And they, you know, they actually kidnapped her first. And then they um, ended up killing her. And um, Carl came on and told this heart-wrenching story. Episode 572, if you guys want to listen to it. But he's a, he was a huge advocate of, of tools like this. And it only makes sense. Now... The thing isn't cheap, right? It's 99 bucks to get it and it's 15 bucks a month. But I, I'm the type of dad, I think I would, I, I think I'm going to get this for, for my daughters, right? They're in their twenties and uh, you plop it on the back of your phone, big deal. And then the thing is, if somebody attacks you or whatever, you yank it out, you yank it out it makes a noise and then it alerts a company like it's kind of like a burglar alarm. Alerts a company, the GPS is them, and then they send out the authorities. Lickety split, right? There's no stopping. Here's the thing. It's cumbersome to stop, dial 911. And usually these guys, you know, when people get attacked, they're usually from behind, right? They're not like in your face, so you have an opportunity to dial 911. So that, that that's that's the thing I like about it, right? I think it's great. I, I don't know why, you know, if you're a broker... <laughs> that really cares about your agents, this would be a good uh, reward, award, right? Like salesperson of the month gets one of these or, or all your agents get one of these or anybody leaving for an open house could go into a basket at the front desk and grab grab one out of the basket and put it on their phone and then, you know, return it after the open house. I think it's a no-brainer. Yeah, I, I got to agree with you on that, Pat. Um, especially just in this day and age, there's, there's so much stuff going on and uh, so many people concerned with safety for was this 15 bucks a month, 144 bucks a year? Kind of seems like a no-brainer when we start talking about safety and potentially saving some lives. So I'm with you on that. Amazing read. For agents who want to blow their business up, Six Steps to Seven Figures was an amazing read. Pat breaks it down into simple, actionable steps that have taken will almost guarantee seven-figure success in the real estate sales business. Couldn't recommend this enough. Wow, thank you for the awesome Amazon review, Garo215. Now, do you want to get your hands on this book for free and blow your business up? Here's how. Go to the free freesixstepsbook.com. That's free, S-I-X, stepsbook.com right now. Or simply text the word PAT. 2444999. That's text Pat to 4444999 and I'll send you a free book. So, you know, Pat, uh, sorry not to, not to throw you off, but you brought something up to me earlier. You got an email from from a listener of Real Estate Rockstars recently. I think it was actually in the last 24 hours about some new company. Tell, tell us about that if you don't mind. Remind me? Yeah, you, you, you had a, a listener email you 
in regards to one, I don't know if it was a, if it was a newer iBuyer or a localized iBuyer, but you were telling me about an email that you got, uh, or maybe it was a comment from a real estate rock star listener. That had, that had their own iBuyer. Oh, 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 I know what I was talking about. Sorry yeah. about that. Yeah. So, no, I got a call. I, what it was, was a, it was a, a, a voice recording. It was, it was clearly like they used Mojo Dollar and they said, hey, this is Adam. I'm with, uh, we buy houses for cash and you have a house and I want to talk to you about it. Now I have a lot of houses. So, you know, I, I knew it really didn't matter. And I was curious to see what, um, what he had to say. So I called him back and he didn't answer Went to voicemail. And I said, listen, Adam, I got a bunch of houses, but there is one that I want to sell. And there's one that I want to sell because it's taxes are really high compared to what it should be. And the, and the, the, the rent is not, you know, in line with the numbers that I look for. And for a while there, I've wanted to sell it. Matter of fact, I had it in the MLS for four seventy nine about a year ago. So I told him, I, I left him a message. I said, Look, dude, you can go on the MLS and see it. Here's the address. I had it for four seventy nine. I'll, I'll, I'll sell it to you with no commission, um, no transfer tax, 400 eat flat. There's a tenant in it till August. You, you inherit the tenant. And I said, that's it. And um, he docu-signed me over an offer the next day for 326 <laughs> and uh i just responded no i said 400 that's it you know what i mean i mean i'm a i understand real estate i don't need to sell i'm not a desperate seller i just want to sell it and i'll i'll wait until the tenant's out and then i'll just probably multiple list it at 399.9 and it'll probably sell that or close to that so because it was on the market i i thought it was worth much more than that but obviously it wasn't so anyways I'm starting to see more and more of that, but the whole concept, obviously, of of we'll buy your house for cash and make it easy for you, it's just interesting. You know, I saw something recently that said it was somebody quoting this. Well, it was Open Doors guy was quoting this. Some, I'm pretty sure I can look it up, but they were saying in ten years, fifty percent of all home sales will be I buyer sales, which I find. Very hard to believe. What What do you think? I find that a little hard to believe too. I do believe that they're going to be a part of our world, no doubt about it, a large part of our world. 50% feels high to me. I'm. This is a hunch, and this is completely just me speculating here, but I think if we've got these entities acting as iBuyers and controlling actually that much of the market, my guess is there's going to be some legislation that has to change in order for that to happen. Now, that is not me suggesting that they do anything illegal or against unlicensed activity by any means, uh, or that they're not licensed. I'm not making any of those statements, but what I am suggesting is we are one of the most regulated industries. We, it, we are well known to, when I say we, as realtors, we are well known to have one of the most well-represented groups, trade groups on Capitol Hill, and we have got our best interests, you know, they've always got our best interests at, at heart. Now, at least when it comes to laws, et cetera, and maybe best interests is, is a little strong. However, uh, that being said, I do believe there's a lot of built-in protection for the real estate agent. Don't mean that we can rely on that and that we can build a career on hopefully getting by because of our lobbyists. However, I do believe in order for something like that to go that big, we're going to have to we would absolutely have to have some sort of change in laws, et cetera, if it was to ever get that big. So that's my guess, but who, what do I know? 50% just seems really high to me, Pat. 
I mean, it just seems odd. I, I, I think that they're that obviously they're thinking that, you know, the offers will get, I just, no, it's just way too much. You know what I mean? I mean, right now, okay, right now the number's 3%, three. So 3% of all deals are like I buy or deals where they say, we'll buy it on for cash. They, they, they throw out the offer. The people say yes, and it's done, right, online without sight unseen. I just don't, I just don't see that. I mean, you know, the need for speed is probably bigger than it ever was before, but I, 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 I just can't help but feel that it's not necessary that, that there's not that many people that can't wait for a real estate agent to come out and look at it. And that there's not that many people that can't wait for a house to be put in the MLS and, and create an auction type atmosphere on it. You know, you know, it's just dumb. It's just like, I get it if you're like desperate and you, you haven't paid your bills and you need to pay, you know, you need money for something. But, you know, having an auction with one person there is the worst auction for the seller and the best auction for the buyer having an auction with you know a hundred or a thousand people there is the best auction for a seller and the worst auction for a buyer and and that's what the mls does you know it creates an auction um, and i just can't believe this this meant there'll be 50 percent of the population will be that much in a hurry i just don't see it I, i'm with you i just I, obviously, they've got their place, and they'll probably continue to grow. You mentioned the number 3%. That number's most likely going to get bigger if I had to bet on it. And we'll see what happens. But if I had to bet, uh, my bet's going to be on the under. It's definitely not going to be 50%. Yeah. As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool, an item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists, open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox full of items of utility, simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. That's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. Well, it'll be interesting. I think somebody will invent, you know, certainly ways will be invented by real estate companies and by companies that aren't real estate companies where a marketplace will exist where, you know, you could probably match a buyer and a seller online like an eBay, right? And, and I think you're going to see a lot of ingenuity in that. I just don't know if you're going to see a lot of ingenuity in the, the whole thing with, you know, the flipping end of it. Right, the, the the whole flipping end of it. Eventually, the margins, the margins on the flip have to shrink for everybody, all flippers and eye buyers. They just have to shrink, and time on the market increases, and and uh, thereby, you know, the interest that you pay on owning a house uh, increases because of the time, and 
you know, everything changes, but it'll be interesting. So hey, I wanted to mention, um, you, know, you know, they have this uh, thing, FinTech, uh, they call it the FinTech 50. And um, there's 50 financial companies, right, that are highlighted in their top 50. And six of them happen to be real estate companies. Now, I'm going to just read them off real quick, but most of them have to do with real estate investing, which we, we don't go into a lot on this show, but there's one called Blend, right, which is for mortgage companies, and it, 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 it blends mortgage and title. It's blending mortgage and title, uh, I mean, not mortgage, mortgage and insurance, homeowners insurance, right? There's one called Cadre, which is... Uh, allows high net worth individuals and institutional investors to buy and sell commercial multifamily real estate at lower fees than a private equity fund. A private equity fund might charge two and 20, which is, you know, 2% management and then 20% of the upside when the thing goes to sell whatever profit, they get 20% of the profit. And that's a pretty good deal. But this, this kind of scratches the record uh, on that. Uh, Fundrise, which basically you can start investing in real estate for as little as five hundred bucks, right? You can you can invest in anything, apartment building, shopping center, stuff like that. Lending home, so this is interesting. So lending home, and there's been companies like this around, but it's the same sort of thing. But you, as somebody with money or an investor, can lend people money online or get into a pool where you're lending people money, and then they're using that money to flip homes with, to get hard money loans. And so uh, it's for house flipping and the, and the, and the rates and, and the deals for the house flippers, according to this, tend to be better. And, and it's a way for outside people to get involved in the lending game. Um, and then, of course, the one that made it that we've talked a lot about is Open Door, right? And then basically their thing says, uh, uses data and algorithms to value and buy homes sight unseen in 20 cities, delivering cash to seller in a matter of days minus a service charge averaging 7%. That's it. It's basically a hardcore flipper. They have a $1 billion in funding, including $400 million from SoftBank Vision Fund recently, valued at $2 billion, buying homes at a run rate of around $3.8 billion a year, and then it goes into the, the partners. One dude, J.D. Ross, 28 years old. And uh, then there's another one, Roofstock, which is, uh, provides tools for investors on um, you know, buying homes and, and uh, renting them out and offers a guarantee for people that want to buy homes that are maybe not in their area. or you know, It just may, basically makes uh, investing a lot more easy and comfortable for uh, people out there. So, so anyway. Yeah. It was interesting that the six over 10% were real estate companies. What's your thought? Yeah, that's, that was the thing that stuck out to me there is uh, the percentage of these fintech 50, these top, supposedly top 50 fintech companies that over 10% of them are in the real estate space. That, that speaks volumes to me. And it reminds me of the conversation we just had about, how, you know, what percentage of, of iBuyer uh, deals can get there, right? How, how high can they go? And what, I, what this says to me, as I think about that, is there's going to be a lot of competition, and it's going to raise the game of everybody involved. And so as there's more and more tools, now I realize all these companies that you just uh, talked about, none of them necessarily are helping you and me as, as the real estate agent. However, what this does say, say to me is there is a lot of money out there 
working on new tech and making the consumer experience easier, better, more up-to-date, et cetera. And I got to believe that there's plenty of these companies, maybe not necessarily these six, that are putting their effort towards helping the realtors, helping the real estate brokerages, uh, helping the average everyday loan officers, et cetera, uh, to be able to stay competitive and, and, and remain in the, you know, quite frankly, in a job. So I think it's interesting. It's definitely a sign of the times. And uh, I'll be curious to see how this FinTech 50 list uh, plays out next year as far as how many of them are, are sort of in our space as real estate agents. Yeah. Yeah. Well, lots going on there. Lots going on. All right, buddy. Anything else you want to cover today? You know, I, I think that's it for today. You know, good, good talk. There's certainly a lot of news going on out there and lots of stuff about the different brokerages. Obviously, with Inman last week. Uh, it seemed like to spark a bunch of conversations. I'll be curious to see what happens with the market. Something you and I talked about as well uh, last week over the next, uh, as we start to approach spring. So uh, a lot of stuff to be excited about and I'm, I'm complete for today though. That's awesome, dude. All right, Kev. So I'll see you next week and thanks for coming on uh, State of the Market. Absolutely, man. My pleasure, Pat. And all the listeners, take it easy and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for tuning into the State of the Market Podcast with your host, Pat Hyben and Kevin Kaufman. Thank you so much for listening to the State of the Market. If you have any news you would like us to cover, please go to Next Level Agents on Facebook or send an email to info at rebusuniversity.com. That's info at Rebus University, R-E-B-U-S, university.com, and we'll be sure to bring it up. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>